Hey everyone, it's Dr. Keys. Welcome to the Keys to Confidence podcast. I'm here with Shauna, my wonderful office manager, and we are excited to chat about all things skin, beauty, health, wellness, and to help unlock your inner confidence. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. Now let's get started. Welcome to another episode of Keys to Confidence. Dr. Keys, I always see you on social media. How much time are you actually spending? That's a lie. On your phone. That's that's a lie. I'm not always on social media. <laughs> your active <laughs> status is always active. Yeah. Green light is always on. Who's looking? Who's looking? Uh, <laughs> we could say a few. It's funny because I feel like I'm busy all the time, but at the same time, I probably am spending more time on social media than than I should be or that I would like to be. So I don't know. I guess I could I could look in, in the phone. It tells you how much, right? I, I think I'm afraid to actually look. But Do you get your I, weekly report? Uh, no, I turned that off. Um, <laughs> just Sometimes kidding. You just, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't think I did, but I don't look at it. Because for that reason, probably, I, <laughs> I would not want to see how many hours. But it's probably a, a good, I don't know, two Four hours a day. Two hours, two, three hours a day, probably. I would, yeah, I would definitely at least four hours. Yeah. I'm kind of curious now. Yeah, don't look. <laughs> <laughs> um, today's episode, we, we we will be talking about our favorite aesthetic treatments. Dr. Keys, do you want to touch on a few of your favorite aesthetic treatments? Um, I think the most popular treatment is Botox for pretty much everyone. Um, it's probably my favorite overall. It's uh, it's quick and easy to do. Um, the results are great. You don't get immediate results, which is the only downside to it. But uh, um, after a week or two, everything sets in and, and looks great. So it's it's probably the favorite across the board for the most part. Yeah, I was going to say that's definitely my top favorite. Mm-hmm. Like you were saying, it's not immediate results, but after a week and that Botox has kicked in, wow, that's your right. skin looks amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, and then obviously it can be used uh, for other things too. If for people that have excessive sweating, we can use that there. That's mm-hmm. pretty. Uh, that can be pretty dramatic for those people that um, have issues with with uh, sweating too much. Um, and then people with migraine headaches, it can definitely benefit them as well. I mean, they can be de- debilitating for some people, and, and if sure. we can get rid of them or at least decrease the frequency of the migraines, that can be somewhat life changing for them. Speaking of um, Botox, another, like one of my, my second favorite treatment is a lip flip. Yeah. Would you Some people love it and yeah, some love it and and some don't, right? So. What is a lip flip? A lip flip is using Botox around uh, the border of the lip. Uh, The amount of injections varies per patient. It can be customized per patient. Some people are better candidates than others. Um. But what it does essentially is, is rolls out the lip. It flips out the lip, uh, hence the name lip flip. So um, it just gives a little bit more show to the lip. When you smile, you have a little bit, little bit more show to the lips as well. So I think, uh, I think those people that are afraid to do lip filler, I think this is a, a good intro into that mm-hmm. to see to see if they would actually like the look or not. I always say to patients, like I, 
I feel like I'm super pushy with lip flips because I love them so much that I'm like, everyone needs to try them. But mm-hmm. I also say like either 50% love it and 50% do hate it because it is such a weird feeling. And mm-hmm. it's not even something that you can describe to someone. It's just, you have to try it to know um, what it actually feels like. My sister-in-law, she recently had a uh, lip flip and the first thing I noticed when I saw her was her lip flip because she has like really beautiful teeth. But when she smiled, like her lips would go in a little bit. But now mm-hmm. when she smiles, her lips are like full or like they don't turn up as much and just a great treatment. Yeah. But she did say it was very weird getting it done. Yeah. But you get and, used to it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's right. And needles around the around the lips never feel great. Um, no, oh so you my can God. use you can use numbing cream and ice and and whatever's needed. And everyone's different. Some people do it, you know, with nothing. So, mm-hmm. um, I think I've tried them. I've I've tried every single way: ice, yeah. numbing, and nothing. Right. And I think ice works the best. Yeah. Personally. Yeah, yeah it's pretty quick too. What's another? What's your second favorite treatment? To perform, probably a nose. Um, is a close, you know, first second. Um, oh, the best. Yeah, it can be so dramatic. Um, like for some people that come in and, and they have a broken nose, or they've been in an accident, or whatever the case may be, they just have a big dorsal hump on their on their nose. Um, it can also be somewhat life changing. It's something they've been insecure about their whole life. Um, That's you know, literally they, what I have in my notes here. When I had my non surgical nose job, it was life changing. Yeah. Yeah. And you really didn't need a whole lot. Yours, yours is quite small where, where some people it's bothering them. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good thing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But we, you know, if, if there's one thing that makes people cry after you're done, it's, it's a nose job, a non-surgical nose job. So. um, I know. I wish we had my reaction on um, film because I honestly felt like crying after I had it done. And like to some people that could be like so dramatic, but if something on your face like has bothered you like your entire life and you do something, I mean, it's to me, it's small, but like it is one of the most um, invasive non-surgical treatments that we do offer. So obviously with the risks and everything, but it's my, it's my top, like in my top five treatments for sure. Non-surgical nose job. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Seeing people's reactions after, after that treatment is, is probably the best. Yeah, you get immediate results, and um, and it's and it's dramatic sometimes. And it lasts a decent amount of time too. Like I'm pretty sure mine lasted about a year. Yeah, it did mm-hmm. last a year. Yeah, any yep, filler exactly. on bone really lasts a lot longer than anywhere else on on your face. Yeah, depending on where you put it in the nose. Yep. Um, but like you said, it it is a riskier area. It's the the riskiest area to inject. And For sure. You, you definitely want to be going to someone that knows what they're doing and. And it can be argued that not everyone should be even allowed to inject that mm-hmm. area. Um, so that's the other con- concern or issue as well. Um, do you remember that one patient who came in and she was going to get someone from a spa was going to do it in their back room for, yeah. for like a, a super cheap price? $50. Um, yeah. Like, yeah, it was something <laughs> something crazy, like $200 or something. <laughs> yeah. Um, but again, horrifying to think that someone that really has no training that really – well, wasn't even allowed to be doing injections is, is injecting the nose. But I think so. it's so scary on both ends because it's like, yes, you, everyone wants to save money, but at the same time, like 
is that person actually telling you everything that could go wrong with this procedure? Probably not because I'm sure the person didn't show up and was like, Oh, can, cause you can, I mean, we probably shouldn't get into much details to scare people, but there, there are some like crazy outcomes that can happen if you aren't going to someone that's trusted. Yeah. And that's part of informed consent, right? Is letting them know what the, the potential risks are. Um, they're very rare, but they're, they're very real, real. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. you know, if, if something like that happens, I mean, it can be detrimental. Cause like we had that, that one patient come in, he wanted, um, he had under eye filler, but he was already blind in one eye. So there is a very, very small chance that doing the nose or tear troughs or really any anywhere in the face can cause blindness. Um, oh, for sure. So I didn't do it. And, and obviously he was thankful for that after you have explained that over the, the informed consent and, and the potential risk. So yeah, it's very important to to know what you're doing or know how to fix it if something something does go wrong. Where a lot of people, I don't think, uh, are educated enough or know what to do. But great treatment, if done great right. treatment, great <laughs> great treatment if done right. <laughs> yeah. um, you did I'm mention under eye. <laughs> you mentioned uh, under eye filler. That's another top five, I think. I think we see so many people in here, and I mean, it's so hard in this industry, like not saying I'm judging, but like you just notice things differently. I feel like our attention to detail is different because we notice things at a different level than people who aren't in this industry. Would you agree? For sure. Yep. Just like, you know, anyone in any, any industry, I suppose, yeah, like right? Hair, if, if, that's, like, if that's your specialty, you're going to notice things absolutely. Um, more, more than the general public. Mm-hmm. But um, under eye filler is one thing that I notice a lot on people, like whether or not they have it or if they don't have it, I can mm-hmm. say for myself personally, when I first had the treatment done, I never actually like looked at myself and was like, wow, my eyes are really sunken in. But I, I mean, if you go to some, like a professional and you ask them their honest opinion as to what they would change on your face, like you have to be open to their kind of criticizing you in a way, but not at the mm-hmm. same time. Yep. So until like my, like the girl that I used to work with did um, point that out, I never noticed that one of my eyes was slightly more uh, hollow than the other one. And after mm-hmm. I injected it again, it's immediate results. So you see something immediately and just how soft your face looks. That's like one of the top compliments I get on my face is how smooth my under, under eyes are. And it would mm-hmm. definitely be because of the filler. Yeah. And it's lasted forever with you too, which is a bonus, of course. I know that's the thing is like people come in and they're like, I want like, well, they say it to like any of us. Um, I want your, my skin to look like yours or like, I want my under eyes to look like yours. And it's like, it's not even like, I, I think makeup obviously helps, but mm-hmm. you did my under eyes a long time ago and they still look amazing. Yeah. Yeah. And it's lasted a very long time for you, but that is one of the, I think, more dramatic changes that, that are, are done with fillers. Um, the mid-face and tear traps, I find, are, are two of the areas that lose volume the quickest. So you may have a, a 28-year-old who comes in and they have the bags under their eyes or the tear trough or you know the hollows, as, as you call it. Um, mm-hmm. And if you just put a little bit of filler in there and just to, to smooth that out and, and bring a little bit more volume back in the mid-face, it can make a dramatic difference. And, and, it's nice not, and it's is, not a ton of volume either. So Yeah. 
And people don't even notice. They just like, they just think, wow, you look like you've had a great night's sleep. Like they would never <laughs> yeah. be like, oh, do you have under eye filler? I've only yeah. ever had one person ask me that, but I think it's because she's had hers done. She, yeah, yeah. In the industry. Like, you're in the industry. They figure, yeah. they figure you have everything done, which you really don't. I know. Everyone always mm-hmm. just assumes that my face is full of filler. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I definitely do have filler, but not a lot. No, hardly any. Another one of my favorite, uh, treatments i guess you could kind of classify it as is like professional grade skincare i don't think people understand the importance of really good skincare yeah like you touched on a previous episode what is it the apricot scrub or whatever oh my god <laughs> yeah. don't get me started again <laughs> yeah yeah i actually had someone recently tell me they still use that and i was just like that face palm emoji <laughs> yeah please no yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Yeah. It does make a difference. Uh, I mean, you want to use ingredients that actually make a difference. Um, and the concentrations are, are typically what's going to be the difference between um, over the counter brands that you can get at any shoppers or, or pharmacy mm-hmm. versus uh, more of a medical grade skincare. So, um, but even there, they're different than, than like the retinols in, in that are typically going to be different than what I can prescribe. So sure. tretinoin, which is FDA approved for fine lines and wrinkles, you're not going to have that strength even in medical grade skincare typically. Um, you know, there's certain brands and you can create that, but it, it's still a little bit different. But overall, it does make a, a huge difference between whether you're using good quality products versus um you know, sales gimmicks and things that that companies use to sell their product. Yeah. And again, like it's like products that you buy at shoppers in Sephora, like they are owned by like billion dollar companies. So their marketing is amazing. So you're obviously going to fall for mm-hmm. buying yep. something that's cheaper that may not be as effective as something like I think when you invest in your skin health, like it it truly makes a huge huge difference. Yeah, exactly. It's like going to the gym and not dieting, you know, the diet is, is such a huge part of trying to look good and, and staying fit. And it's like that with skincare. So if you're, if you're coming in and get doing treatments, doing procedures, yeah, it's going to help for sure. Mm-hmm. But if you're not taking care of your skin every day, um, it's you're not the 80, gonna, 20 you're, rule. Yeah. You're not going to get the same results in the end. 80% homework and then 20% of like clinical treatments. Just like the gym. Yeah, I'm sure you can attest to that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 100% gym, 0% diet. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what's another favorite treatment that you enjoy getting or you enjoy doing and you enjoy having done as well? I think uh, I think doing acne scarring is, uh, is a pretty fulfilling one. That's also something that people are typically quite insecure about. They had bad acne as a teenager. Um, often they still do as adults as well. Um, but if they have scarring there and you can get rid of that or at least soften it, uh, it makes a dramatic difference in the way they feel about themselves and, and their self-esteem. So uh, there's lots of different things that we do. Uh, we have a rate of frequency microneedling, um, ablative lasers, uh, fractional ablative, fully ablative. Um, we do filler for them as well. Um, what else do we do here? Chemical peels, subcision. Um, yes, with, subcision. I was just going to yeah, say that. Yeah, we do. You know, we can pretty much do everything for them, which is which is great. We have a lot to offer. Subcision is great. 
<laughs> and you like the sound of it, but you can actually, um, <laughs> the scars are kind of tethered down. So essentially you're kind of breaking that band that is holding the scars down to release it. So there's less of a depression. So um, all of those and a combination of all of them is obviously going to be better than one by themselves, but um, it can make a dramatic difference. So, And I think I, like I seeing, that. seeing patients so happy after having like acne and like having a good outcome, like that just makes all of the difference too. Yeah. Yeah. And the only downside to these treatments is there's more downtime. So, mm -hmm. and, and, and typically they're a little more painful. So we do what we can to minimize any discomfort. Um, but then you typically need a few days at least uh, where you're really probably not going out in public um, and your skin takes some time to heal for sure. We need to start doing our laser treatments in the fall slash winter. We have so many amazing that peels that are not as like they don't have as long of a downtime, but you still mm -hmm. see like really great results from it as well. Yeah, exactly. Just like our, our Hollywood peel, our laser, um, which is similar to a chemical peel. Uh, you know, it's just going to clear your complexion a little bit, um, help with the pore size, make them look smaller, and overall just uh, make you feel and look a little bit better. I need that. Yeah, absolutely. So do I. We always we always talk about doing these treatments and we never actually get around to doing them. So we need to do that as soon as possible. Yeah, we definitely do. Well, thanks again for listening to another episode. We look forward to seeing you next time. If you have any questions you would like me to answer on future episodes, send us a DM on Instagram at KeysMD Cosmetic Clinic or email us at info at keysmd.ca and I'll try to answer as many as I can on upcoming shows. If you like what you hear, don't forget to share and subscribe so that you never miss another episode and to help us grow. 